everyone. Welcome to Pascal Pod, a bi-weekly celebration of the actor Pedro Pascal, where we explore his filmography and how some of his greatest performances came to be. I am one of your hosts, just one, of Katrina. <laughs> your other host, host there's, two. there's two, there are two, uh, named Rachel Leishman. <laughs> I am so excited to be back. Hello. Hi, Rachel. How are you? I'm, you know, going. We're going. <laughs> it's a quarantine miracle that my brain somewhat works. I know. I know. I uh, For our viewers and listeners at home, um, big admission from me, I delayed this episode for like two days because I just wasn't, I was feeling like crap. And you know what? When it's quarantine time and you're feeling like crap, you just take it easy on yourself if you can. You gotta. Mm-hmm. You gotta, do, you gotta now, do now it's a special episode because we're recording this on Katrina's birthday. Oh my gosh, it's my birthday! Rachel encouraged me to take this off, and I was like, no, let's do it. I want to have a birthday episode. Make it really special. So, yeah, hello. Thank you for celebrating with me. I'm very pleased to be here. Of course. Very pleased to be alive. So, very cool. This week, uh, we have actually some really cool news to talk about. I love it when we have, like, cute, positive things to talk about in the news. So... I don't know. Are you feeling Are you feeling news right now, Rachel? Uh, yeah, for oh. sure. I can do it because I have out of the three news articles we have, I've written articles uh, on two of them. Well, uh, take it away. So, well, actually, kind of three, but the, the third one I didn't. It wasn't recent. Anyways, we beside the point. Um, so first we'll talk about calls. It's a kind of podcast thing, video show. Mm-hmm. It's a show that is all auditory with like flashing lights and stuff for Apple TV that Pedro Pascal is going to be in. Um, and if I read the news correctly, he uh, is in a f- he's, his phone calls with Mark Duplass. Oh, that's awesome. I used to. Fun. That is so cool. When I worked at Seed and Spark, Mark Duplass is like one of the people who's uh, sponsoring like a lot of these up and coming filmmakers. So like, yeah, very much I, in my favor as a human. I like the Duplass bros. Me too. Uh, definitely did not realize Mark was the younger Duplass brother though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, learned that. I think when after I watched Prospect, I was like looking at Jay Duplass, and I was like. Actually, Surprisingly, yeah. I remember now. Okay, sorry, go on. Sorry, I just remember something. No, and it was. <laughs> we're now talking about Mark Duplass instead. Uh, but I just didn't realize Mark Duplass was the younger Duplass brother. I always thought Jay was younger than him. Uh, Speaking so of was- the Duplass brothers, yeah, like uh, Jay and I actually share a birthday. So well, happy- I would wish him happy birthday, Jay Duplass, who's not listening to this podcast. Hey, I no. hope he is. And he's just like. I'm losing this podcast based on Pedro Pascal's <laughs> film career. They were talking about We Can Be Heroes on my birthday. And I said, <laughs> this is it. I'm in a movie with the man, but I'm going to listen to the We Can Be Heroes episode instead. This um, is where it's at. Yeah. But calls, it looks really interesting. Um, I have screeners for it. I have to watch it. But the, so the screen is... I don't know if the actual episodes are this way, but the trailer is like the dialogue and it tells you who is speaking um, mm-hmm. and then has the like, what are those sound waves? <laughs> it's like, what are oh, those? Yeah. Yeah. Like those little audiogram videos. The, the squigglies, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the squiggly lines. So I guess, mm-hmm. uh, again, uh, audio waves. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, and yeah, that's that. And it's all supposed to be all connected. So like, they're all separate phone calls, but you have to watch them in order because they're connected. Mm-hmm. Is what I read. Um, oh. It's very fun and interesting. I'm excited about it. Um, yeah, I'm ex- I I love it. I I love. I'm a very big fan of like the audio drama genre because when I was doing amateur voice acting, that's like most of what we did um so i'm and i'm a really big fan of like welcome to night Vale and like other other series like that that are just like it's it's what we used to do we what what our grandparents used to do when they were like listening to the radio you know old dick tracy serials so it's i like doing it because i love 
listening to stories and like I can get out on on like my walk and stuff and uh and just play an audio drama and you know it's a little more lively than um than an audiobook but still is good yeah um I'm really excited and the cast is crazy because uh it's like Audrey Plaza, mm-hmm. Car- Karen Gillan, because I got excited that they are now in two things together. Yeah. Because um, I'm a Doctor Who nerd. Mm-hmm. And so I love me some Karen Gillan. Um, who else? He's like co starred with a couple people already who are in this. I forgot who, though. Um, okay. So, which that also leads into our second topic because I think a lot of them are in the bubble. So, the Bubble is the Judd Apatow movie that he's doing where they're filming it in an actual hotel because they're supposed to be actor. It's very meta. They're mm-hmm. supposed to be actors who are filming a movie. Then COVID happens and now they're all trapped in a hotel together. Right. Um, and so a set picture released, which my favorite part of the set picture is Karen Gillan in the very, very far back, just like <laughs> smirking in the corner. Um, mm-hmm. And Pedro Pascal has on a velvet shirt. Oh, a, fav- a favorite favorite thing for me uh put, put anyone in velvet and i'm i will try and pet you i love yeah. velvet that sounded weird i just like velvet. <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear i just like velvet as a fabric oh my gracious wow that's good <laughs> but oh, wow. um i think is someone else so okay so the cast of calls is Oh, well, he, Rosario Dawson is in calls, so Mandalorian. Right. Um, I That's was like, thinking, I was like, there's some, uh, I was going through all the big names that they kept putting up. Yeah. Because it was so funny when you read the news for calls, because like every site had a different idea of who the big names were in it. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, yeah. honestly, like, I wrote about it, so my big names were like, Pedro Pascal, Aubrey Plaza, uh, Karen, get like the people I loved, and then mm-hmm. Other sites were like, Nick Jonas. I'm like, okay, great. I'm sure you're fine. <laughs> Whenever Nick Jonas appears on something, I always feel like he's somebody's friend that like came along. Like I feel horrible saying this because it just, it just feels remote. Cause I grew up when the Jonas brothers were like a band, you know? So to me, he's a musician, like he's a singer. And so my brain doesn't go like, Oh, that's Nick Jonas, the singer and actor. Like <laughs> it's just yeah, like, oh, Nick here. I wonder who called him. <laughs> His lame Miz was the one that, we only had like it was like you had the 10th anniversary mm-hmm. and then the 25th and yeah. i remember that was the only way Miz i had to watch for a really long time before the movie came out which i still would maybe watch the 25th because ramin is in it and i love ramin kimmer uh much better mm-hmm. than anyone else um that's why aaron tveit's in the movie i love him, <laughs> but, I uh, love him. I love aaron oh i can't wait till we talk about graceland anyways uh <laughs> anyways this is all off topic but um, Nick Jones is also in Calls and, and so many other people. It's mm-hmm. like Ben Schwartz. That was the other one that was for me. Yes, yes. That's <laughs> the one that stood out. I was so excited to see him because he was in, he was in what was it? The, uh, the, the Flying Squirrel movie that just came out where he Flora. was a dad. Yeah. Flora and Ulysses. Yes, Flora and Ulysses. And I, I like watched it, and I'm so bad at names. I'll just be like, "Yeah, he was in that flying squirrel movie," and it's like, I loved, I loved that little, I loved that little squirrel so much. I love. It was such a cute movie, and like, I'm always happy to see Ben Schwartz. Like, I was thrilled to hear that he was one of BB-8's voices in Star Wars. So, like, I, I love the guy. I've loved him since Parks and Rec. So, Uh, see, that's why I'm so excited because it's also Aubrey Plaza, and Parks and Rec is my end all be all favorite show ever mm-hmm. um and so anytime anyone from that show with the exception of some people get uh <laughs> get all the jobs i'm very very happy because mm-hmm. i love parks so much my my cat is named benjamin after ben wyatt so he's benji Aww. well he was benji J shot yeah. Uh, Ice Clown. <laughs> Those are all of his additional names to Benjamin. Whenever he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So then there's the bubble, which we I sort of ta- t- t- touched on. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a picture release. 
I don't know who released it. I don't know if it was supposed to be released, but it was on the internet mm-hmm. um, of the cast. It looks like they're at a press conference, which at right. first I was really confused about because I was like, are they already doing press for this movie? It's not even out yet. And then I realized that the movie is about actors making a movie. So I was like, oh, well, hold. <laughs> it could just be them filming a press conference. Right. <laughs> Meta movies break my brain. Um, and so... Uh, there's a really I feel like there's a really fine line to walk with movies like these where it's like like there's meta and then there's just like indulgence where like I don't know so I'm I'm interested to see how this movie pieces out because sometimes it's it's just like when I watch it it's so obvious that it's what it is uh, in a way if that makes any sense at all that like it just takes me out of the movie it's just like oh it's actors making fun of actors and then like my brain goes like oh okay well I'm yeah. like Judd I feel Abidal, like I'm watching my friends put a, a play on you know Joe Abadal I think does a good job of nailing that like hey I recognize that like so I liked The King of Staten Island a lot mm-hmm. and I think it's because like I knew Pete Davidson's story. I know what that a lot of that is his actual like life and what happened to him with his dad and stuff. And so I think he did, uh, Judd Apatow and, and Pete Davidson did a really good job of like balancing the, this is still a movie, even though so many of you know how mm-hmm. it connects. Like he does a good job of tr- finding the balance between his yeah. stories mm-hmm. that I am really excited about it. I also just like Judd Apatow movies. I think they're very fun. Um, Cause he just doesn't care. Like this is 40 when that little girl is crying about lost. I was like, yeah, that was me in high school. Oh. So like, I, like, I was like, I fully understand her pain when they're like, you have to go. And she's like, no, it's lost. Like I was like, yes, I, I tried to take off school when lost ended. Cause I was like, I'm very depressed. Oh, you can't God. make me go lost ended. <laughs> Oh my god. I, I've only been like pulled out of school on account of like pop culture a few times in my life, but I feel extremely lucky to have been pulled out of school on account of pop culture by my teacher father who taught at the school I was at. Um, so like it, he like played hooky with me so that we could go to an anime convention once and, and, and yeah, thank you for that. But he never let me stay home to like watch something on time. That was that was the line that was drawn. It was very sad. Oh parents. And regulations. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bubble. I'm excited about it. I'm excited about all these projects because I just want to see what they are. And also, I just like entertainment. I'll watch anything. Um, I'm excited about all these projects because it gives us, like, news to talk about every week. Like, it's just, it feels good to be a Pedro uh, Pedro Pascal fan because it just, every week we win, you know? We're like, we we have news to talk about because something else happened. Because Um, he gets cast in so many things, perhaps, because he is such a delightful and talented human. Booked and busy. Uh, and then finally, a very, very sweet, humble, wholesome event happened this week on the second. I only remember that date because they're doing it again on his birthday, which is April 2nd. But uh, We Love Pedro Pascal was trending on Twitter. Um, and shared it, by a couple, it was a hashtag. <laughs> there I go with the, the, the old school Italian stay here. Um, <laughs> but uh so the the hashtag started trending um on march 2nd and it was just all fans talking about his work um i contributed because obviously his work has helped me through quarantine because i started a podcast about it because <laughs> i have lost my marbles but um happy to support you <laughs> <laughs> happy to enable me um but uh and so it was just, it was started by a couple of fans and they uh, just wanted to show their appreciation for him and everyone got involved and uh, were sharing like their favorite stories or tweets when he's like yelling at people, which is, I love. Um, I love it. Clap, clap back. It's so good. He was on Instagram and said, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I loved it. Um, well, uh, and it was just like everyone was just sharing love for him. It was very wholesome, uh, which is really nice of everybody. And that was it. And it was really sweet. And again, um, the people who were starting it said they're going to do it again on his birthday. So I'll be ready. 
gear up. I'm, Listen, I, I have so many Aries birthdays back to back to back to back. I'm going to be like, I got to get all my posts set up. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They're like, I know a lot of people who are Aries. That is wild. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember if I said on here or who, how, where I said it, but apparently I asked because my best, two of my best friends are Aries. Um, and then it goes like out of like actors, I have two that are two days apart. And then I have uh, my cat. Scenarios. <laughs> But um, I asked, and apparently because I'm a Scorpio, we flock to Pisces and Aries because, like, it's, like, the opposite of us. So, like, yes. you guys are all about, like, beginnings and stuff, and I'm all about death and endings. <laughs> um, I love that because that makes my sun and moon very starkly different because I am a Pisces sun and a Scorpio moon. So it's just, like, it's like Scorpio? the moon is still of the Pisces sign or something like that or whatever. I, I don't know, like whatever the YouTubers say, but like, I, I love that about us. I was like, yeah, it's oh. like I, I kind of understand this stuff, but not really. I just know that like people fear me. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, and I'm you know, afraid of you. I respect that Pedro is an Aries because you can see that he's just a, he doesn't give a crap. Like he'll sit around and people, people will be like, I'm not your fan anymore. And he'll be like, bye bitch. Like he'll physically say that to them and go like, I don't need you here. Like you're, it's very, it's very funny. (laughs) Him, RDJ and Paul Rudd are all like two days apart. And I know that uh, the reason I know Paul Rudd is because one of my best friends, princess, her birthday is the same day as Paul Rudd's. And so oh. then, uh, of course, I know RDJ's. RDJ is the, one of the loves of my life. And then Pedro's the second. Um, and I made my cats the eighth because I didn't know. And I said, why not just keep up this trend of every two? Because my best friend, she's the 29th. So if she was the 30th, then I would really be like every fucking, so sorry to the internet. But every <laughs> Other like two days, I've got another birthday. Then I'm like, oh, there's someone I appreciate Honestly. having a birthday. Oh, well, I'm glad that's a, a good, a good, strong wall of people to be around you. Aries are nice, <laughs> very dangerous people. Very dangerous. <laughs> uh, I think it's on the, on the. I was on the geeky waffle like last last night, two nights ago. I can't remember what time is. And uh, somebody said that like Pisces are like uh, the have like the highest chance of being like, killers. killers. And I was like, yeah. oh yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I said that to my boss. My boss is a Pisces. <laughs> it became Pisces season. I said happy serial killer season, and she didn't say a word to me. And then later, someone else said, "Oh, it's Pisces." She goes, "Oh my god, thank you for reminding me." I was like, "Oh no, I'm so sorry. Did you miss when I said happy serial killer season?" And she goes, "I ignored it." <laughs> I was like, it, "Where are we?" Listen, I. You know what? Where where is it? Because I before we even go anywhere. We're I'm on a tangent because I started talking. About yes, it's tangents. We we are on tangents here. I'm so sorry. Uh but Scorpios are always called evil and we're not evil. It's just that we're very loyal and when you hurt us and we've like I, I have like a sh- three strike rule. If I tell you something twice and you still aren't listening to me or you do it again, uh, you forget it. You are now always my enemy. Like, I will hate you. <laughs> it's like the third time you wrong me. Uh, it's, my brother is, like, terrified. He goes, here's the thing. He's like, I feel like Scorpios are evil because you guys can murder, but you also murder with words. <laughs> you guys say things. I'm like, well, that's fair. But also, I could probably get away with murder if I really wanted to. I don't yeah. want to. And you're all lucky for that. <laughs> but... All of the signs, like, everyone wants to shit on Scorpios. We're not evil. We are misunderstood. <laughs> and you know who understands us? Pisces and Aries, because they are also a little bit evil. A little evil, but extremely misunderstood. Exactly. Yes, we're crybabies, but that also means that you can't hurt us when you make us cry. <laughs> It's like we cry at it. <laughs> we cry at it. Crying is like a natural reaction to me. Like I feel bad when I cry in front of people because like they feel uncomfortable. But for me, it's like if I sneezed, you know, like I just like, keep I going. Cry. I like keep talking. I'm like, <laughs> like I'll have full conversations, like like tears falling from my eyes. But you know, like if I'm especially if I'm in the middle of like some kind of Pixar movie or something, you know, like I cry at the drop of a hat. I cry. At 
commercials. I happy cry a lot, thank God. Um, and yeah, so. Yeah, yeah I, I angry cry and so then it makes me mad because then people are like, oh, I'm so sorry I made you cry. I'm like, no, I'm angry. These are my did angry you, tears. Did you see that artist who like created crystallized, like a crystallized tear gun where you could like, it freezes your tears and then shoots them at people. Right, I'm gonna get like, that. I'm gonna get I that like, this is for making me so mad, I cry. Yeah. Yeah, um, and you know what? That is hilarious because it relates directly to a scene in the movie that we're talking about today. <laughs> yes, but yeah, don't forget, on Thanks. his birthday, use that hashtag because they worked very hard and it was very sweet and they're all wonderful fans of Pedro Pascal's. Yes. But anyway. Positive hashtag. To Thank the you. movie we're talking about today that Katrina picked for her birthday. Woo! We're talking about We Can Be Heroes, which does not necessarily star Pedro Pascal, but it does feature some really good Pedro scenes. So yeah. I'm really excited to talk about this movie. Me too. I'm going to admit something right at the top. Mm -hmm. uh, it took me until the small child was singing We Can Be Heroes to realize that the name of this movie was based on the David Bowie song. <laughs> I like... But, well, because, like, the song is called Heroes, in my defense. Yeah. It's not called We Can Be Heroes. The lyric is just We Can Be Heroes. Yeah. And so, and that's also, like, a phrase that people use. So I just never... <laughs> and then in this movie, a small child is just like, I, I wish I could... And I'm like, oh. Duh. Okay. I got it now. <laughs> it's... Uh, Me, like, a David Bowie fan, didn't get it. I, I I don't blame you. I can't judge you. I have not realized so many things for so long in life, just in general, you know, as a general yeah. comment. I'm just, I don't realize a lot of things. So, you know, when you when you learn stuff, it's it's nice. And I'm glad it only took you that long. So. It took me to the child singing the song. We could have recorded this whole podcast without you knowing. So. <laughs> It's just like, it makes me so It's not like I, it's just bad because I'm a big David Bowie fan. Like I love him so much. And I was just like, oh crap. <laughs> I should have, I should have figured that one out. Oh my gosh. I, well, I love that, that little nod to him too, because like, uh, so the director and writer of this is Robert Rodriguez, uh, who Pedro has worked with several times. Um, and Robert Rodriguez is like a really big fan of like classic rock and things like that. So it was like, I think that that was like an immediate and, and obvious nod to, to Bowie. And, yeah, I, liked it. I did a good job. Um, yeah. So starting off, I wanted to talk about, because I, uh, I'm a little bit younger than you, but I grew up watching all the Spy Kids movies. Um, I love them. I wanted to be a spy very badly. Aww. Um, uh, but when the pictures came out for this movie, because I had no idea it was happening, and then all of a sudden there were pictures of Pedro Pascal looking like a spy, and I was like, hold please, what is this? And all I yeah. wanted, and I tweeted this before I saw jack shit about the movie, was I want a Spy Kids reboot with Pedro Pascal as, as the Antonio Banderas role. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, I will take that to my grave. I hope people print it out and put it on my tombstone if it doesn't happen. But yeah. That, that would mean I would die before, younger than everyone else. But like, whatever. No. <laughs> that's what I want. from doing that. <laughs> that's what I want. Uh, yeah. and, that, and I stand by it after this movie. But yeah, this movie is wild. Christian Slater's in this. I know I well I love movies okay so you know you are a little younger than me but I grew up on like the Nickelodeon generation of movies yeah, which yeah. are very starkly made for children very directly like written and made for children as this movie was um and so like I just it I loved like that little feeling kind of like coming back where it's like these jokes are so dumb oh my god an eight-year-old would love them and yeah so I, I I'm like surprised that I loved it so much, but like the cameos and the adult cast of this movie were just like so perfect. Like, see, I, yeah. I'm convinced, and I've convinced myself. Uh, and I interviewed Rodriguez for this movie, and part of me wishes I had said it. I did bring up the Spy Kids thing, but uh, part of me wishes I had said 
to him, uh, so is this the, the sequel to Narcos? Because it is, <laughs> it is Pedro Pascal and Boyd Holbrook. And the minute I saw those two, I was like, great. This is just the sequel to Narcos. They stopped Escobar and then realized, oh, hey, Steve Murphy has superpowers and then just started a superhero <laughs> team. And no one can change my mind. That's the natural course of it. Well, that that leads me to wonder, like, is this part of, like, the, the Robert Rodriguez, like, machete verse? Because that means I that people are out there... I really, now I want like a crossover comic with like the heroics and machete. <laughs> that was like my favorite thing was like trying to, my brother had never seen any of these and I had to watch this when I was home to do like the press circuit for it. Mm. And I was talking about it to my brother. He goes, wait, so explain me. He, cause he made machete. I was like, yeah, machete is a uh, Carmen and Junie's <laughs> uncle. And he goes, what? I was like, he started in Spike <laughs> So excited to talk about the fact that the movie Machete. I'm so sorry. The movie Machete is has come from Spy Kids. <laughs> My brother is just like, okay. So I'm like, yeah. So there could be like a serious like, I am a great uh, swordsman action movie with Marcus Moreno, and it would fit in with and I would watch the shit out of it. You gave me an action movie. Where, like, Marcus Moreno is just, like, whoo, 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 with knives. That's my <laughs> that's my noise, I guess. Yeah. Um, I would watch the shit out of it. Yeah, and I feel like, not, not to be, like, super movie theory about, like, Robert Rodriguez's kids' movies, but I feel like this particular movie was, like, a really good cross between, like, the family focus of, like, spy kids and the, like, you know, kid adventure focus of, like, Shark Boy and Lava Girl, because that Shark Boy and Lava Girl was very like over the top. Like it, yeah. as you can see, like this this movie very like very starkly reflected that movie where like it wasn't scared to be like completely wacky and stuff because it's for kids. Um, and like I just I like that little balance where it was like there's such a cute little family story here, but then it's also just like you know kids doing their Nickelodeon esque adventure. Yeah, it's very much a marriage of the two because, like, uh, my friend Marika was more of a Shark Boy and Lava Girl fan, and I was more of a Spy Kids fan. <laughs> I like that as children, we were like, we have our favorites. Yeah, um, you gotta pick your favorite from the RCU, you know? <laughs> yeah, mine was Spy Kids. I said, bring me Danny Trejo. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it was a fun, it's a fun marriage of the two because the Morenos are definitely more of like the Spy Kids vibe. Yeah. Um, because, like, well, sort of, because, like, Carmen and Junie don't know that their parents are spies, but mm -hmm. uh, Missy does. Yeah. But still, she doesn't know, like, the full extent of, like, they're training her to be a hero. <sighs> I love yeah. It's, it's so that cool. little detachment. It's so cute. And, you know, I going into, like, Pedro, like, specifically, like, his character, I loved that, like, there were all these little nods to other, like, you know, signature franchises and stuff. Like, he had this, like, perfect Clark Kent look. Like, this, the straight to the slick back hair, the the, the thick-rimmed glasses, the everything. Like, very clean, very, like, I am a normal guy now. I have, you know, in his, in his respect, like, I've given up all of this stuff and I work at the computer now. And I just loved how this look was, like, a very specific, like, Clark Kent look. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and so, and then also his powers specifically called for a Jedi reach, which I liked a whole lot when he, like, called for his katanas, his dual sabers, and they came to his hand. So, I yeah, I missed that the first time I watched it, so I thought I was like, oh, he's like the Hawkeye or the Nat, where it's like, his ability is just, I'm really good with Yeah, no, his ability no, is like... he, like, force-pulled them to him, and I was like, oh... Mm -hmm. Oh, this is a this is an ability. All right, okay, cool. I like this. I mean, I liked it either way, but like, I mean, what, how how could you go wrong, especially with me and my brain, when you take a superhero, cast Pedro Pascal in this role, and make yeah. his superpowers? I have a telekinetic bond with my swords. Like, I that's all I want in life is have a telekinetic bond with swords.
I just, I just want, I want to tell about it. Yeah, that sounds like a fantastic superpower. Just like, where, where's my closest sword? Bing, bang, it's right here. Like, do we think uh, it's just the swords, or do, is it like metal in general? Like, is he like Magneto? Like that, that part wasn't like shown because the only weapons he like used were his swords. Like, obviously, because the the parents were he, not the focus of this to the point where. Shark Boy had no lines in this movie. Well, that's because that is because Taylor Lautner said no, and so he said, yeah. "Guess what? Shark Boy's just not gonna talk. He's just not gonna talk." Love and it. yeah, and like, I, but I was reading early interviews, and they were trying to push that excuse where it was like, "Oh, well, this is about the kids, so like, no. that's why the parents don't talk so much." Like, no, Shark Boy, you you're trying to be respectful to Taylor Lautner, so and that's totally fine. I don't Choices. even play Shark Boy. So. <laughs> um. I just like, yeah, he straight up looks like Deadpool a lot of the time because it has the X that is like Deadpool. Oh, has. yeah, 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 um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I like because I, I I love I love Wade Wilson. <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah, he's like nice dad Wade Wilson. Great. Um, mm. My favorite look is, so I, to set the scene, this movie came out on Christmas Day. I watched it by myself on December 5th. Uh the or December 4th because December 5th I watched Wonder Woman this was all one weekend for me so I was oh, on a journey um, <laughs> of single daddom um mm-hmm. yeah because I went from the episode where Grogu gets taken to this oh, yeah. to Wonder Woman all in one weekend oh gosh yeah I mean I think that's what broke me <laughs> yeah I think that's what broke me mentally uh it was a full weekend of watching Pedro Pascal as a single dad and then I said, do I want uh, kids now? Uh, <laughs> he makes for the listeners. Oh, it just looks so bad. Like, it, maybe if I, like, married someone who already had a kid, you know? <laughs> for the listeners, I made a face when I said that. I didn't, that was not a dead serious <laughs> reading. Just setting just set the scene for you guys. Uh, yeah. But, so I watched this by myself. And then, so the first scene he shows up, he is cracking yolks in a sink. Uh. Um, and I yelled, and then it just gets worse, and I yelled more, and then, yeah, he looks like such a good dad, and then he's sitting at a table with his coffee, to which I yelled again, mm-hmm. and then he, and then he's sitting at the table uh, with, with his uh, wedding ring on, and oh. I have lost my damn mind, um, Two things about this. Uh, so the scene I am showing for our grave, great listeners is when Missy and Marcus are having breakfast, which is the first time you see Pedro Pascal's Marcus Moreno. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two things. One, the, oh my God, his hands <laughs> part of my brain. Not, not in a weird way. In a like, when you watch that scene, his hands change. So like, mm-hmm. it'll cut to and he has his hands like, on top of each other, just like resting. And then it'll cut back and his hands are like, his fingers are laces, no spaces. And it was driving me crazy because every time it would switch and I'm like, ah! my my brain is like, your hands are different, your hands are different, your hands are different, his hands are different. Did you see his hands are different? And I could not Let's, 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 come on guys, pay attention. Yeah. I, it, I was gonna lose my mind. Um, and, and I think it was, I... was screen grabbing stuff that I noticed it. I think, and also, like, you know, you by then you were already paying attention to, like, the fact that he was still wearing his re- his wedding ring. Yeah, so, so I was just like, watching his hands. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I lost my mind. But there's also, like, a fun behind-the-scenes video. I forget who posted it. Um, she might have. Someone posted a behind-the-scenes video mm-hmm. of that scene. And the, yeah, uh, yeah, who plays um, Missy. My gosh, my brain is not working. Um, <laughs> Yaya Gosling. Sorry, I was like, I, it's not Gosling. <laughs> my brain was not working. So Yaya Gosling, Gosling um, <laughs> has like <laughs> the cereal in front of her. And she like put, oh, I'm never allowed to have sugary cereal. So when I was filming this scene, I just kept eating it because they, um, I was finally allowed to have sugary cereal. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden you see like, 
Pedro Pascal's looking at her and he's saying something to her, but you can't hear it. And you can hear the people behind the camera going, what's he saying to her? And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden he reaches over and grabs the bowl and puts it in, like he pours the cereal back into like the, sh the, the prop box. And the person, <laughs> you hear the person on the other side of the camera going, he just said, you're going to have a sugar high. You have to stop eating this. <laughs> took it from her and like put it back. He was like, you know, this is going to end badly. And just took it away from her. And I was like, oh. he went full dad in the like behind the scenes and was like, no, give me this. I'm not dealing with that. <laughs> I, I adore that. I feel like this is just his natural, like he's finally found the thing that he's real good at that he loves to do. And playing, he, like, single playing, dads. playing single dads. I just, and I love that for him. Good for him. Like, uh, okay, so like, being a single dads, I want to talk about if you're, are you good? Do we cover that subject? Yes, I'm just laughing at you said, speaking of single dads, I want to talk about Single dads, I, I like, I, all of this is bringing my, my brain to like the fact that he used the Mando voice in this movie, like very deeply. <laughs> He used the Mando voice, and it got me to thinking about how eventually he will be playing Joel in The Last of Us, and how Joel, like, is known, not not a huge spoiler, but he plays guitar and sings in in that game more than once. Um, and do not even, don't, you know, listen, I know very little, because we have talked, because I, I have been trying for over a year to get a PlayStation, because I've wanted to play Spider-Man. Yes. And now I'm like, well, now I got to finally play the last. Like, it's like every game I've wanted to play, I'm like, now I have a reason that, like, I have to hurry up and play them. <laughs> I but love it. All I know about The Last of Us is that, I'm going to just say fucking, that fucking guitar gif, because I see it on the internet all the time. And then, like, mm -hmm. the minute he was cast, everyone started putting the photo shoot where he has guitar in his lap. And I'm just like, do you need lessons? I can teach you. Right? Like, I mean, you can go to Oscar Isaac. He's better than I am. But <laughs> he has like on screen guitar playing experience and stuff. So I guess he's a little bit better. But, you know, he might not be as cheap, you know, to hire. So. Yeah, I'm free. I will <laughs> just teach you guitar. I'll teach yeah. you some stuff. I can teach you Wonderwall right now off the top of my head. Oh my god, yeah. I, I, I was very, it was cool. Like, I feel like that might be, like, that's his dad voice. Like, he, I know he addressed it as, like, the... Yeah. And I'm just like, but that's also the voice you use to play people's dads. So I don't know necessarily, like, if that, you know, it's the duality of a voice, but, like, it, it was very... <laughs> duality of Pedro Pascal. Um, oh, brother. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I I was thankful for that. I'm glad he used that voice. <laughs> I will say, just to go back to calls real quick, uh, I was trying to figure out where his voice was in that trailer the first time I watched it. First of all, his name is just Pedro. Um, it said Pedro, and I was like, oh, they didn't even change his name? Cool. Because uh, the minute he started talking, I was like, there it is. And then I said, wow, I can recognize his voice <laughs> from hearing it. And I went, okay, well, in my defense... <laughs> I watched it. Before. I love that you like, like defend yourself to yourself. Like, hold on, we'll have my own defense. Well, because like, I was like, is that like, is this the red flag of like you're you're in too deep? <laughs> like you can recognize the voice, but I can do the same thing with Chris Pine in those BMW commercials. So like, who knows? Maybe I just am good at it. But when I heard it, I was like, okay. In my defense, I was listening for his specific voice, and also I watched The Mandalorian, so I know what this man sounds like completely separated from his body. Can I, rec I can recognize he's not attached to a body, but also I was like listening for it. Anyways, his name is Pedro in it, so hilarious. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah, his voice is now something that I think fans are just always gonna be like, is this your Mando? What, is, what voice are you doing? What, voice what is, is this? What is this voice? Because it's very different from like his interview voice, you know, you like watch the one with like, him and Oscar Isaac, it is not the Mando voice, you know, it's just, it's just Pedro. So I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited to see like uh, how he continues to, to use those inflections in movies and like the stylistic choices he makes because it's like, all right, well, you, you definitely branded that your bedroom voice, but you can continue using it for your dad voice. Yeah, it's like you said it, none of us said it, you said it. He categorized it, not me, so. What am I supposed to do? 
This is how I got to live so. a life, I guess. Right? <laughs> the caption I use for this in our note is like Pedro using his Manda voice is distracting with like all caps uh, at the beginning of every word. It is. Uh, I mean, listen, my brother and I tried to, to tried to imitate it. Just uh, look into the Leishman family. We made the space cookies, <laughs> the blue cookies. You know, my sister-in-law were like, why not? Uh, I dressed myself up like Baby Yoda. We made these cookies. <laughs> And then, this is what happens in quarantine. We, I made these cookies. And so then my brother came like into the living room and we were eating them and we were going, hey kid, yeah kid. And like, we were trying to it. And my sister-in-law is like, what the fuck is this family? <laughs> a 40 year old and a 30 year old were like, hey kid, you want some cookies? What's that? My 50 year old brother was there. He would have joined in. Like, he been all yeah. of us trying to do it. My mom's like, I give up. <laughs> oh, uh, well, to, to be a mother and watch all of your children like devolve into just like doing weird voices in your living room. I, oh, yeah. yeah. She hates it. Ran <laughs> to the garage. Get out. Go away. No more Mandalorian. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yes, he uses it. I, listen, he he's the one that labeled it that way. But uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I do want to like highlight like what. Uh, okay, so yes, he's been Maxwell Lord. Yes, we're going to talk about that one day. Um, but Maxwell Lord like, handcuffed. Sorry, I had to say it. Handcuffed across pine. It's the greatest perfect. thing that's ever happened to me personally. I, I find that character so interesting, especially as like the child of an immigrant. And there's like definitely a conversation I want to have there that I'm trying not to run into during our week in the heroes episode. But I'm like, I really, I'm waiting for the day he gets like his superhero casting because I feel like it'll happen. And a lot of people are talking about wanting him as Craven the Hunter. But yeah, I, I was also, just gonna say I'm about to. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I want. I think it would be so good, and he'd be, like, it, it's it's a character that, like, you can pull back when you need, kind of like, you know, like Agatha from from WandaVision. Like, you can you can reach into your bucket and, like, find Craven later, um, because he's such a useful character, so. He's the most dangerous game as a villain, and I love him so much, and all I want in this world is, and listen, I convinced myself before I realized that the bubble was filming in London, that he was in London for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and mm. Craven was there, and I like had this whole theory in my brain that I was right, <laughs> and he was Craven the Hunter, and if <laughs> and, like, and I think we either mentioned it or like it was a mistake we didn't, but the guy who directed uh, Triple Frontier is directing Craven the Hunter. You know him. Call him. Make him Craven the Hunter. Honestly, like that ah! man. I fingers crossed. Like because this movie was like a really, like you know, he was a side character. He was a supporting character, but like he did demonstrate his skills. I think when it came to like you know action and uh, and being able to like handle a superhero esque role, even though it's kind of like he's a parody of a superhero in a way. So I I, I liked him, and I would love to see him like be in more like lead features like this not well he wasn't leading but like in the concept of a lead feature i i was very pleased he's a good yeah. hero he's a good hero and even though craven is not a, a hero the way that they're doing those sony movies he would be the star of the craven the movie and just <sighs> there's nothing i want more in this world i will give you my firstborn. i don't i don't care take my children i just want i want this it's so good and it, it all started because somebody said, like, he should be in a Spider-Man movie. And I was like, you guys want me dead. That's what, that's <laughs> what this is. People want me dead. And then friend, up to kill you. Yeah. And then our friend Kate was like, yeah, but Craven. And I was like, great. Now I'm super dead because I love Craven. Mm -hmm. He's fun. He's like, I'm just going to hunt things. <laughs> and uh, Pedro Pascal's Oberon Martel straight up looks like Craven the Hunter anyway. And so just put some tiger on him and then, or a lion. That's a lion, not a tiger. 
And then, oh my, oh, it would be so good. Listen, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna cut this and put this on my pin tweet so everyone <laughs> knows that all I want is Pedro Pascal is Craven the Hunter. And if not, Pedro, if you, not if, when you listen to these, I'm so sorry, when you listen to these, if you're not Craven the Hunter, just dress up like him for Halloween one time. Yeah. For me, so I can die. Yeah. We deserve anyway, it. I'm sorry. I will always <laughs> scream about crazy. No, here's the Spider-Man tattoo. Everyone should know. It's on. Just look. There it is. There's the <laughs> Spider-Man tattoo. I will always scream about anything to do with the webbed hero. The thing I love about this podcast is that, like, I slowly learn what, like, your your expense, but like, what your big buttons are, and I'm like, if I ever feel like it's really good because sometimes, like, my my ability to be verbal just like turns off, and ever if I'm ever like, oh, I need like five minutes to just chill and smile, just it's like, what do I? Spider Man, boom! What do I need? Like, let me just like hit one of Rachel's buttons and, and put her on a tangent. <laughs> like, I want to play with Jessica Drew. <laughs> I love it. It's my favorite thing in the world. But yes, okay. So wrapping yeah, up. Yes, it's one of the ones. It was good. It's like I can just chill. It's I just like run. I'm glad I can go get a drink or something, and you'll you'll be here. Just keep. One just time keep... I will yell about into the uh, Spider Man into the dark. So like. Oh, we do need to have, we'll, we'll have a special episode where it's like the non-Pedro Pedro pod, so. It's just us talking about this weird-ass musical that existed. We're I need the to recording, like, I, that's what I need to do, because I've seen, like, bits and pieces of it, but I haven't, like, watched it in its entirety. I, I saw it in, on Broadway. Wow. Look at anyway, we can be, we can be it was a good it was a fun kids movie um I, I i liked it a lot um i there are like a couple scenes where i'm like oh this is definitely filmed like right up the street in the hollywood hills like the training sequence i'm like pretty sure i've been to that backyard before i don't know whose it is but like i've seen six million backyards up there that look exactly like that and so i'm like yeah. this it's is probably like Robert house. it's <laughs> very like i uh when i was a teenager lived in California and it's very like, oh yeah, I hate that's hands down like someone's house when they had like a party and they'd like come over, look at my fun backyard. It's like, okay, you have money. It's built on the side of the mountain. Very rich. Anyway, yeah. So um, that was probably like somebody's backyard that like he knew or something. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, I would can I come play on that trampoline? Um right. I will say so one of my favorite looks in this whole movie is just at the end. He just strolls up in his little outfit with his little H belt on, uh, and he's just like, "Hi, uh, I'm your dad." And yep. then he goes, "This okay? What I'm about to show? Let me take uh, look at my face when I say this. The thing I'm about to show can sometimes be the most condescending thing a tall person can do, but it is so sweet in this movie that I love it so much." <laughs> As a short person, this is coming from a short person's perspective. <laughs> when a tall person bends down to look you in the face, even like, because I'm sure this child is like my height, but, <laughs> but like, it's not two, so maybe not. But oh, you're taller than me. <laughs> I just hate when people tall. do like, oh, you're short. But it's yeah. so sweet in this movie because he, it's like a, a dad being like, I love my kid so much. I want to look her in the eye when I talk and say how proud I am. And mm -hmm. I, I thought it was the cutest thing ever. So he bends down and is like face to face with her when she's saying like, if you ever have another uh, task, you're, you, I'm going with you. And it's so mm -hmm. cute. She's standing with her hands on her hips like, I'm going to get at you. But, <laughs> um, and then... Uh, I wish I would have gotten the gif of it, but I like where they like shake hands and then he like picks her up and hugs her like a good dad. So cute. Uh, this is all about how I love good dads. Um, I I like this. Like this movie was kind of uh, it was fun for me because uh, Missy looks a lot like my little sister looked uh, as a kid, and then her abuelita has like the same hairstyle, wears the same stuff that like mine did. So it's just like. Oh, you're like, it's like my family. I love it. 
I love it. If only they were in Miami, it would be exactly the same. So, except Abuelita's really rich. So, like, my my grandparents were okay. Like, they did really well. They had a lovely house, but, like, not like that. (laughs) She was living a life. I loved it. it. Well, good, because, geez, if I had to deal with all those superheroes and be their trainer, I, too, would want a really nice place far away from them. So, For sure. Um, but yeah, I like this movie a lot. These kids are so, the little girl who plays Guppy, like, so when they did the interviews for this movie, it was like Robert Rodriguez, yeah, yeah, and then uh, the little girl who plays Guppy. That little child is the funniest person I have ever spoken to in my life. Because, like, I, I like, when you're interviewing kids, you do it differently than, like, like, I'm not going to ask the, an, an, a child the same kind of question I'm asking an adult. So I was talking about superheroes a lot. And this little girl, I was like, so, like, what do you think so important about like playing these superheroes? And she goes, it's so important to be a role model. And like went on this tangent about female superheroes. And I was like, this is the greatest conversation I've ever had with like a seven year old. So cute. And I just was like, great. This seven year old is talking to me about the importance of female superheroes. I, the kids are all right, man. Like, <laughs> as the movie says, the is always better. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> it was, it's just so cute. Uh, but I love yeah. this movie a lot. It's fun. It's very much like, for people who have no idea about like Spy Kids or Shark Boy and Lava Girl, it's like a fun introduction into like that style that he uses. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just so fun because for people like us, we grew up watching these movies. Like, I, was I think like nine when Spy Kids came out mm-hmm. um and I loved it I wanted to go to that like safe house and like like everything yeah. about the movie I was like yeah I would love to do that let's go I remember like there was like I forgot who did toys for Spy Kids but there was like some kind of one of their fast food restaurants did it um and we like my parents when I was young would go to Pizza Hut Taco Bell and uh whatever that there and KFC to get me prequel toys. So my sister was of that age when spy K spy kids came out. So they would go like every like couple weeks if she did something good to get her like the little toy from the meal, so a meal and a toy. But so we had like a lot of random little tiny spy kids merch. <laughs> oh, it was, I love that series. Yeah. And I, I love this movie and he's go he's making a spy kids reboot. And I'm like, okay, but what if you just made it the Moreno's? Yeah. I want to see what happened, what Abuela was like when she was younger. Like, yeah, there's not much work you have to do to digitally de age Pedro Pascal. Like, he's looked like this for a really long time. So, <laughs> he really has. I was thinking, I'm like, he's like, because I'm watching Narcos. I'm going so slowly through Narcos uh, for myself. I want it to last forever. I love it so much. But, <laughs> Um, he like I was thinking about it, and I'm like, Narcos was like almost seven years ago, mm-hmm. and he doesn't look any different. He, was, he looks I, the exact same. I was looking at that post where it was like uh, Goth uh, Pedro versus Goth Mads Mikkelsen when they were like young, and I was like, he really like. There's not much different. Like maybe a couple lines, slightly more like edge looking, but like yeah, outside of that, you know. Same old, same old. <laughs> yeah, he has facial hair. Him very easily. And like a little bit of gray. <laughs> That's the difference is like I can't okay. hair and like put airbrush, you know? Like you, then he's boom, he's younger. So yeah. Oh, give me that sad love story where then his wife died. There's so oh. much I want. I want to know so much about that because like by the time not to get like super deep on this movie, but by the time we get to like Missy and Marcus, like in we can be heroes they seem like a pretty like healthy family unit like like they wedding ring so it's clearly yeah. still with him I'm, so like, with him. I'm just like like i feel like the darkest part of their grieving period has like ended at that point mm-hmm. so like i would love to see like you know marcus and like missy's mom like at some point then she's like doing her normal person thing and uh being the better Hawkeye of the group. <laughs> Very exciting. But yeah, um, so let's rank the film. I yeah. Mean, in my true fashion, I give it all the stars or all the shirts. Uh, 
<laughs> or katanas, whatever we want to do. Whatever we've chosen this week. I like I like katanas. I like uh, double katanas. Can I cue that up? Let's see. Let's okay. see. But uh, yeah, I would give it all the katanas just because I love these, this genre. I think it's very fun um, because we don't have many kid-oriented action movies. And if we do, they're normally a Robert Rodriguez movie anyway. Yeah. Um, just because, like... Or, like, the kid action movies always put the action off of the kids in a lot of times, where it's like, mm -hmm. oh, the kid's in the middle of this action, but, like, the adult's gonna take care of it, where it's, like, yeah. with Spy Kids and this and Sharkboy and Lavros, like, it's always on the kids to do it. And I, that was fun for me as a child. I'm yeah. glad they're still happening. I like this genre, and I like the fact that Machete... Ooh! Sorry. There's some... Some I live right next to a fire station. I was gonna say there's drama in my neighborhood, but no, honestly, I, just, I really just live next to a fire station. So, yeah, you know, you love to see it. Uh, but yeah, I like that uh, this produced Machete. Um, not this movie, sorry, this universe. But uh, yeah, I'm excited, and I hope it does continue. And yes, a bunch of katanas, <laughs> just a million katanas. <laughs> Yours is a bunch of shirts. Mine is still the shirts. Hold on, wait. I'll just also. Um, yeah, I'm just a bunch of katanas, which is like the story of my life. Uh, just but give me a bunch of swords all the time. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. To have, I, I used to have Wonder Woman sword somewhere. The God Killer. I don't know what happened to the God Killer. It's gone. I still, I my my swords have like a blank space on my wall that I just still have not put them up on because I plan on like I want to like move at some point this year and my brain is like no don't put anything else up on the wall but you're like i have swords they can go on the wall there kind of like hang one right there or something. i don't know I'll, I'll figure it out but also i yeah i give this as many swords as the character count will allow me to um i don't really i don't generally like critically rank children's movies because they're just meant to be fun like again i grew up with like Jumanji and Harriet the Spy and like you know I watched Spy Kids because my kid sister was into it and so like my brain already knows how to take in these movies and so like I just I'm so I loved it and like I love there was like something I pointed out there were like little things that I liked that were just like silly about this movie like when when the parents were watching the kids uh do their thing it was like there's actual camera work going on here because like there's one moment where like they're watching and they do a close-up of ojo and then they do they cut it back to the kids and stuff and i'm like who is doing this and then at the end of the movie i was like oh well i guess some alien camera operator was doing it because <laughs> it was all a test well and i also loved yeah because they're watching it on the thing and yeah. i like that like they so Christian Slater's like a whole thing is like he's good at tech and mm -hmm. they're like can you get us out of this room and he takes his time instead of trying to get them out to instead set up a stream to make a <laughs> live stream what's happening and like that was like the one thing that I'm like I guess critically like it doesn't make any sense that these parents are like get us out of here or we're gonna fight but like I like that they, they, it's just like committed to the bit like all of these adults were like we have to commit <laughs> kids have a camera in here that we don't know <laughs> that this is a test I just love it well I don't know that the parents were really like in on it until the very very end because like I don't know if because the aliens implied that they hadn't done this before. <laughs> like, uh, I think it was like a it was a trial run. They were all yeah. like, "We're gonna just try it. If it fails, yeah. and we'll like figure out some other way to trick them." But like, yeah. let's just try this. <laughs> fair, fair. Yeah, I like I I just liked it very much. Like, and it, I feel like if anybody was watching this movie like critically, they wouldn't like it. But I loved it. I thought it was super fun and like. I just it was it was a fun silly movie and I love Guppy. She's so cute and so she angry. Said, I need water and then she went find a feeding frenzy. <laughs> I it. Oh my god! It just it's it was perfect. I just it was a very fun, cute movie and so yeah, like a, a million a million swords. <laughs> All the swords. Yes. Um, yeah, I loved it very much. It's so cute. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm pleased. All right, I think we have a little time to cover the other important part of our show uh, every two week, every week, every two weeks, every two weeks, um, and that is sash of the week. Which oh nope, the thing didn't queue up. Anyway, hold on, wait, I'm getting there. Oh oh, where is it? Here it is. Stash of the week. Stash, 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 stash. Oh. On everybody's lips is gonna be bad drugs. Someone has to make. I can't do that. Right. Someone, someone needs to sing it and play it and just like make it for us. Because I I love our singing, but I feel like if we had some kind of professional overture, it would be like even weirder and funnier um, and just out of place. Like, who are these professional people singing for these like randoms? So I mean, I could I could do a profesh, but I also like my. <laughs> we're just gonna show tunes in between like all of our we need to make like a show tune for tangent and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll do show tunes for all of them this is I, what my theater degree has led to um <laughs> but yeah so my stash this week uh we both went memes <laughs> yeah uh, unintentionally I keep seeing this same picture of Pedro Pascal on my timeline, and I said, this is going to be my stash of the week. It is a picture of him with a eye mask on his forehead, so his hair looks crazy. <laughs> and he <laughs> great. It's right in between the two of us. Yeah, this is my stash of the week because uh, it's a mood. I understand it. I respect it. He said, good morning. I'm tired. Self care. This is this is what I look like when I'm like happy but tired. And you know, he looks like he just had a face mask. Happy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my stash of the week. I just I, this picture is I've seen like twenty times on my timeline, and I just said, you know what, I'm a big that one. So my stash of the week actually comes from a few comic cons ago. I want to say. It was 2016, um, and it's it's this adorable one that is paired with a, a little Sailor Moon wand. I remember like being in line for the Game of Thrones experience when he took this. So he was like in there, and I was like around the building down the block. <laughs> <laughs> I was so close. I was half a mile away. I was so close. <laughs> I was half a mile away. I was right there. <laughs> So for context, for anyone who doesn't see it, it's a photo uh, for our listeners, especially. This is a photo of Pedro Pascal um, holding one of Sailor Moon's uh, transformation wands uh, from the Sailor Moon anime. And he's like winking and looking at the wand and obviously about to transform. And this one is just like it's it's super cute. It was on during um, the Game of Thrones experience, which was like one of the hottest things at Comic-Con when it was running because it was it it was like a walkthrough experience of like sets and props and like a billion photo ops and, and costumes and stuff. And so there was like the Iron Throne, there was those cages that uh, that were at the wall that you could come down, and that's what's in the background of this picture is one of those one of those cages and like it, you like the photo op was that the wall would move and you would be in the cage and stuff. Um, and yeah, and there was like a shot with the dragons, but it was it, like everyone lined up for it every year, not just because it was a cool experience, but, but because the Iron Throne setup was like so well lit and dramatic. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was it was a very hot spot at Comic Con for like four years. Anyways, before we leave, an important thing happened today that hit my heart and made me feel so happy and full. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pedro Pascal and Boyd Holbrook hung out <laughs> and took a picture oh. where they look like the sun. So here's the picture of them looking like the sun, just chilling together. And for those other p- people who love them, they're Narcos boys, mm-hmm. like myself. This Butter. week, I legit put my phone in another room, left my laptop in another room, and watched Narcos for three hours. So, like, that means 
Sometimes you just gotta disconnect from the world and watch Narcos, you know. I I'm glad they're both wearing jackets and they're warm because, like, they're the cozy. Um, <laughs> we can go back to it. They're cozy. It looks like Pedro Pascal has on a denim jacket underneath another jacket. Very Pedro Pascal. Hair mm -hmm. looking windblown, but they look like the sun, and yeah. I love it so much. Um, yeah, I mean, Narcos broke my brain this week. I laughed at. Pablo Escobar holding a rabbit for a good 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, it's a very sweet picture. And, and I said, hold on, I need to save this and put this in here because so happy that they're hanging out. And it works because they're both in We Can Be Heroes. Yay. Oh, I did love that a lot. It was it was a good, a good cast of like supporting adults. It was nice to see many familiar faces. <laughs> true, true, well, true. Thank you so much for watching We Can Be Heroes this week so that uh, you you and I could discuss this because I I thought we could use like a little chill movie, you know? Yeah, you know what? And who doesn't want to talk about We Can Be Heroes? You know, exactly. And I'm very excited to talk about future uh, Robert Rodriguez pro projects involving Pedro Pascal because they're, you know, they're buddies. They've worked together before. They'll hopefully and likely work together again. So, you know. I would love to see it. Um, everyone, thank you so much for coming on this journey with us. Thank you for listening and engaging. Yes. If you like hearing us gab, please, I like that phrase, gab. Um, please like, review, subscribe, tweet, click, I don't know, all the things, you know, what you do. Engage. Uh, engage. <laughs> like, Captain, like Captain Picard says, <laughs> engage. Now I'm jumping franchises. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yes. Yes. Yeah. And if uh, you're looking for us on the internet, Rachel, where can they find you? Uh, on the Twitter with mm -hmm. at Rachel Leishman. And then on the Instagram with the uh, at Rachel underscore Leishman. A little difference. Yes. What about you, Katrina? If you if you look for O Katrina O H C A T R I N A anywhere on the internet you'll you'll find me um, and and you'll find me here you'll find me on Itubanta Pod um, and you'll also find me promoting cool games over on MWM Interactive so yeah and of course if you guys are looking for us we are Pod Pascal right on Twitter Pod <laughs> on Twitter and I think it's Pascal underscore Pod on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So please do follow us on both of those platforms as well as wherever you get podcasts. Um, once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you soon, right? Yup. Yup. Bye, everyone. We're actually queuing up an outro this time. <laughs>